0: to behave ourselves on the story. Well, y'all know what we're thinking right now.
1: <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know
2: what might come out of my mouth tonight. As you kids, tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking.
0: TGIF. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. And it's Wednesday. And welcome back to another fresh edition of TGIF. Now, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So let me get to this part where we introduce the co-host. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host who is complaining he got too many jobs. He's blessed and highly favored. <laughs> Monkey Dineva, what's up Q?
2: You know, I got my paperboy outfit on today. So you know what I'm saying? That means I'm, I'm coming to read, read, read uh, all Reed. about it. <laughs> well,
0: good. We are ready for you. And please welcome brand strategist. Who is on the road on tour again? out there in LA, <laughs> Los Angeles, Al Reynolds. What's up, Al?
1: What's going on, Claudia? You were here, right? You were just recently here.
0: Yeah, I was hosting the Hoppe Awards out there with Cynthia Bailey and Michael Blackson. It was um mm-hmm. it was cool. It was it was long. You know how our people we like to start on a little bit, a little bit later than on time, but it was still a positive event. So yeah, it was
1: well, cool. you
2: guys look good though. Cynthia looked great. You look good. Thank you. We trying, we try. If you got the main line connect to Michael Blackston, we need to have him guest host on our show. That would be funny. <laughs>
0: Michael Blackston could come on. We could probably get him on. We have a couple of shows that we're doing together, so we could definitely get him on.
2: Put that bug in his ear. I would love to hear his take on some of this celebrity stuff. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> I will work on that. So, fellas, what are y'all sipping on tonight? Y'all drinking tonight or nah? Y'all, who, who's still on antibiotics? <laughs> Al? Good? The, old,
2: the, old, the old me is back. You know, I ain't got no groceries, which means I ain't got no Publix lemonade. So I'm drinking vodka and cranberry tonight.
1: <laughs> Al? Um, well, I'm in L.A. It's, it's,
2: it's 5 p.m., so I'm having a Red Bull right now. And he's also in a day's end and don't have no minibar. So. <laughs>
0: well, I'll tell you, Al. You by an airport? Uh,
2: <laughs> From the, looks, for the, looks, of bed, me, for the looks of that bed, he about skid row. I, um, I am.
1: I uh, am. I'm at the Biltmore. You know the Biltmore downtown?
0: That's why I just stayed. His, Let me see the room. That's why I just the stayed.
1: Historical, the historical Biltmore. You yeah. know, with the suite. Mm. And then you have, you know. What you, sitting area,
0: what you doing out there, all
1: that. Taking meetings, trying to be like you and Funky, making all this money. You with another show. Funky with a new job. I can't be left behind. I got to find some shit to do, too. Ooh, well, sorry. Well, I got to find of, some things, too.
0: Well, speaking of other jobs, Al, it seems like all the Fox or hosts been quite busy. And uh, this week you appeared on Fox 5's Good Day DC Celebrity Dish segment. Let's take mm-hmm. a quick look at what you did.
1: GIF co-host
0: Al Reynolds joining us now. Hey, Al, what's up? Good morning, Al. Hey,
1: Jeanette. What's going on? Don't y'all look so great? Y'all look good.
0: You You don't look too bad yourself. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Let's get into it here. Uh, Guest host Whitney Cummings is filling in for Wendy
1: Williams this week, and it looks like staff is offering $75 to vaccinated people to sit in the audience. Are you surprised that they're having issues selling out the show? You know, absolutely. We love Wendy Williams, and you know, I always threw in a, a, a little a selfish. You know, we're a part of the Fox family here at TGI, so you know, we're here to fill in as well if they need us.
0: There you go. <laughs> All right, Al, did you have a good time? How was it? Tell
1: us about it. Oh my gosh, it, let me tell you, it was it was a lot of fun, and Jeanette. Uh, A shout out to Fox 5 in Washington, D.C. Shout out to Chanel, the producer. Shout out to Jeff, the executive producer. Just a very warm and welcoming family. It made me proud to be here at Fox Soul and how they treated me. They just treated me like another Fox member fox family member and it was just it was really cool i really enjoyed it and look i got to promote our show and listen both of them watch our show y'all so it was like wow it was like yeah it was like really really cool to connect with someone who does this they've been doing it their season they've been in the game for over 10 years to have them watch our show on our network just just gave me a warm and fuzzy feeling
0: they're super nice, and they are definitely supporters of, of Fox Soul, and uh, right. we appreciate them having you and promoting our show. All right, We're y'all. Fine. So let's jump into some hot topics This TGIF. We have an update on the Dave Chappelle saga. Now, Chappelle recently shut down rumors of his refusal to speak with members of the LBGTQ Plus community. Check out what he said. To the transgender community, I am more than willing to give you an audience, but you will not summon me. I am not bending to anybody's demands. What, do, what are your thoughts on Chappelle's statement? And should people let this issue go and focus on other issues? What do you think? Let's start with you, Q.
2: You know, I thought about this issue earlier today when I was going over the stories laying in bed. And, and it's just, it, 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 it it's, I'm gonna get in trouble either way. So let me just say what I wanna say. I'm tired of it. I want it to be put to bed. I'm just over all of this trans community, Dave Chappelle stuff, right? Now, where I'm gonna get in trouble at is that I am a member of the LGBTQ community. And and so are trans people and the expectation is that I'm supposed to be on their side of the fence but i'm also a gay man you know the issues that they're facing doesn't necessarily affect me but it kind of affects me but i understand why people are frustrated with all of this I really just want all of it to go away. But one thing that I will say that I am an advocate of right now, Dave Chappelle is at the forefront of canceling cancel culture. And I think that transcends this whole LGBTQ plus issue. It's time we put this mess to bed that people think they can just storm out rally and and browbeat people into submission every time they don't feel like something is going necessarily their way or the way they want it to be so shouts out today chappelle for just standing up in what he believes in which is the same thing that the trans people are doing they're standing up for what they believe in and, and 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 we're in a world where everybody gets to stand in what they believe in
1: good points al what do you think about this you know what i have to say i agree with funky on this i think that uh he is leading the um He's leading the uh, conversation around ending the council culture. I mean, it's funny that he even has Caitlin Jenner supporting him as it relates to his stance on this. But let me tell you what my takeaway is. The dialogue that we've been forced to have ever since the closer came out is around our trans brothers and sisters. And this dialogue has been more open and more honest and more raw and more real than we have ever witnessed before. So I think we should use this as a teachable moment because that's exactly what this is. This is the intersection between free speech as a comedian, trans dialogue and their rights as it relates to them and the council culture. And I feel like it has really brought things to a head and I love to see that black men and black women are leading this conversation
0: and I think it took us someone like a Dave Chappelle to do this because mm. I don't know who else could do it so effortlessly um as articulately as thoughtfully as Dave Chappelle has done and mm-hmm. you know if you really sit there a lot of people that have complained about this and want to cancel him just saw clips and if you watch his entire special this guy has put thought into this this guy's not just reckless and speaking just out the side of his neck. He actually put a lot of thought into this. And I think we need someone like a Dave Chappelle that's like, look, it, it is getting out of hand. And, and I, I don't think he was disrespectful at all. Again, I can't tell people what to be offended by, but I can say that I, in my opinion, he was very respectful. And it is opening up the conversation for people to have about this in an intelligent way because he didn't come at it in a raggedy, you know, ignorant mm-hmm. kind of this emotional way. He was, again, very thoughtful. Now you touched upon Caitlyn Jenner, uh, you know, having his back as well. Let's get into this tweet from Caitlyn Jenner. She said, uh, "Dave Chappelle is 100 right. This isn't about the LGBTQ movement. It's about woke cancel culture, culture run amok, trying to silence free speech. We must never yield or bow to those who wish to stop us from speaking our minds." What do y'all think about this Caitlyn Jenner tweet?
2: Right message, wrong messenger, (laughs) because they use that same energy to be talking that Trump crap um, or whatever the case may be. You know, one thing that Al just brought to my mind is the fact that this entire Dave Chappelle fiasco has created a national conversation. What if, just what if, considering the fact that Dave Chappelle had a close relationship with his trans friend, that this was all intentional he's a backdoor ally? Like, what if? Because rather wrong, right, or indifferent, he has been the catalyst for the conversation that the trans community has been needing to have Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. their rights at the forefront.
0: And to piggyback up what you're saying, I need not just the LBGTQ plus community to, to, to get this, but all communities to get this. Just because someone is critical or poses a question does not mean they're not an ally. Mm -hmm. that's right you might love someone a child a mate a friend and that's a person that should be able to speak on and question you and call you to the carpet about things. and I think he did that beautifully again if you Mm -hmm. watch his special he had great love for his trans friend and I don't think it just extended to that one person I think it's just Mm -hmm. bigger than that one person and I I like what he's doing so kudos to you Dave Chappelle and if it helps if it helps uh, you know get us uh, uh, closer together and have a better understanding then I'm all for it All right, moving on, fans of HBO's Insecure are not happy about Amanda Seals' character, Tiffany, being an honorary member of the AKAs. Now, Seals seemed unbothered by the backlash and explained she plays a fictional character and she never claimed to be a Sora. Now, the executive producer, I'm sorry, the executive director of the AKA Sorority sent a letter stating that the show was not authorized to use their brand and they are taking steps to protect their brand. I want to ask you two, are the members of fraternities taking things too far? Let's start with you, Al. What do
1: you think? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, There is a process to this in using our Greek letters. Uh, We stand on the shoulders of our forefathers and uh, foremothers that have gone through a lot. Um, But let me just break it down to basic law. All right. It, it's about it's, this is around licensing. It's about acknowledging something that you've used on your public platform. The same way that these shows can't use water bottles. Claudia, you know this. Q, you know this. When you're on the set of VH1, you've got to take the the, the uh, water bottle label off, and that's why you guys see on these shows that you have to take those covers off of the water bottles because it's a licensing issue. In this case they should have asked the sorority for use of their Greek letters, and they should have gotten permission. And I feel like if the director is saying that they didn't do it, that they didn't do it, so therefore they broke protocol, and they have a right to address that. Um, I think it's less about her playing a character and less about them not following protocol. But let me turn this to something positive the thing that I like the most about this is the visibility that it has brought the divine nine and as well as the HBCU conversation that we've been having for the last couple of months this really has spearheaded because I had a cousin of mine a little niece and she's you know Five or six years old, and she was like, "Why are they mad at the AKAs?" Because I come from a family of AKAs. So the fact that these communities and families are having a conversation around this is a, is a positive from all of this uh, uproar.
2: Okay, Q, what do you think? You know what? It, it's it's it, it, I, I got multiple thoughts. So number one, I honestly wish that those were upset. Those who were upset were upset about. the the legalities of it all right i really wish Mm -hmm. that they were upset about the paperwork but you being greek know you know that they're upset for the simple fact that she's not greek and got their stuff on that's number one number two i think a lot of people have gotten in my comments as aka's and said We don't know these AKAs that y'all are talking about that are so mad. Apparently, there was like, you know, one person on a post or something and it caught on like wildfire. Number three, one thing I know from my over 11 years in media is that the truth never matters. The only thing that matters is perception. And I think this week the AKAs take a L because the perception to the average person is that y'all being petty. Because she was represented in an extremely positive way. She was at Stanford. She looked good. She was in Gucci and gold. She was married. She had a career. She had a child. She stood for finer womanhood and and everything, you know, the embodiment of what you would want a K to be. And the average person that does not understand the Greek system is looking at y'all and like, what is this complaint really about? Again, the truth never matters. It's about perception. And the perception is y'all are being petty right now.
1: Now, and you, I, I sorry, Claudia, but I just want to add this real quick now. But you got to remember, this is new territory for us Greeks, seeing our actual uh, letters in famous and big uh, mainstream uh, media. Now, when uh, Spike Lee did it and, you know, he did it uh, long years ago, he changed the letters because of getting the licensing around that for the movie. So I think it's a mixture. I think you're right. And and she was portrayed in such a positive light. I didn't get that. I didn't get the uh, outrage for that either. But I do understand the outrage as it relates to licensing.
0: Did a different world did a different world use the actual Greek letters or did
2: they use they made they made fictitious uh, organizations they made
1: fictitious letters for what they what the actors were but there were in the scene uh Deltas there were in the scene um alphas and akas but they did get that approved by uh, and, each organization and,
2: uh-huh. I'm all about finding the silver lining in situations right While I think we don't need to set a precedent where movies and shows can just go on using people's letters without authorization, the same way we're getting this huge push to HBCUs because of the Beyonce's and the media's, I mean, Mm -hmm. this character might inspire a whole group of people who don't know nothing about being no doggone, AKA to go on and pursue the organization. So my whole thing is, look at the positive in this situation. Yes, give HBO a tap on the hand. Next time y'all use our stuff, please call us and get authorization, but it's not a bad portrayal. And I think at the end of the day, it actually will do more good than it did. Right. harm.
0: So in the Thank future you. organizations, uh, TV shows, movies, get the authorization. And on the other side, uh, fraternities and sororities, you know, I feel like they really came for it extra hard because it was Amanda Seals and people love to give her a little bit of hell. I, I, think, really so, do. Yeah. I think she has a little bit to do with yeah. it. And, um, and I love that she spoke out against it. Let's take a quick break. We got Playmore Show coming up after the break. We'll be back with more TGIF in two minutes. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Hey, during the break, we were just continuing the conversation about that whole Amanda Seals, AKA thing. <laughs> and it's basically not just about her and that incident, but just where we are as a society where y'all keep this sensitivity thing up. This is not a slam on the AKAs. it's about everyone. Everybody. You can't say anything. You can't describe someone. As a big bone person, you fat shaming, you can't describe someone as having bad edges. You you hair shaming a black woman who has hair struggles. Y'all find an ism and a phobia for everything where we can't even be funny anymore. So when our material gets whacked and watered down, remember this because this is where we're gonna end up being. We're gonna you you can't say anything anymore without someone having a hissy fit.
2: But do you do you understand why my brand has just straight up become I don't care? Because I'm gonna get it if I say hello. I'm going to get in trouble. If I say the sky is blue, why he always talking about the sky blue? Why I can't be going sometimes? You're going to get in trouble regardless. I've been canceled more than Dave Chappelle ever <laughs> has. So you might as well just say what the hell you feel because somebody's going to be mad regardless. Right.
0: Absolutely. I agree. But unfortunately, sometimes these networks do listen to what the majority or what a lot of people make noise about something. And that's the unfortunate part. Y'all ruining comedy now. I'm just saying, y'all ruining comedy and entertainment. All right. Moving on, Floyd Mayweather, we got to get into this story. Now, he refused to take a photo with a male fan just because the man's nails were painted. Now, Mayweather can be heard in the video telling the 18-year-old, you got painted nails. I don't take pictures with guys with no painted nails. What are your thoughts on this story?
2: Um, You know, I'm going to defer to Al. I don't even have the emotional capacity to do this with Black men and their toxic masculinity tonight. So, Al, you can have it.
1: Sure. Claudia, you know, uh, Floyd Mayweather used to be a client of mine when I worked at the bank and I, I, I know Floyd. Um, and I don't think that he's homophobic. I feel like there's a little bit more to this story than we know. I think it could be the way the young man approached him and his team. Um, they're very sensitive about that. If you know Floyd Mayweather, you know, he travels 30 deep. <laughs> he has security on every side. Um, I think, could he have been more sensitive about what he said as the reason why he did not stop uh, to take the picture? Absolutely. But I promise you this. If ASAP Rocky, who wears fingernail polish, and Rihanna stopped Floyd Mayweather to talk or to take a picture, he would not have turned them down.
0: I agree. And you know what? It's a known fact that Floyd Mayweather and our very own Fox very own Jason Lee are really very close good and good friends. And there's not like he's got plenty of. Of, of 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 people in the community in his in his camp um who knows how the guy approached him i think that was a silly thing he said but i don't think that means he's homophobic again right. i just don't think i don't believe he's homophobic i've seen him i've seen how his crew i don't think he's homophobic maybe he was, and maybe that guy came at him rude because i'm surprised right. he even got close enough to ask floyd for a picture with the people that ha- he has around him right. you know what do you think
2: I say people's words at face value. I don't take no pictures with no man with no fingernails, with no painted fingernails. I mean, what else am I to deduce? Okay.
0: Well, the nails were kind of wrecked. They weren't really done. Can we see that
1: picture of the nails?
0: (laughs) I mean, they weren't even like a good manicure. Maybe it was that. Floyd is about the finer things in life, and he nails- is
1: about the finer things in life. And he, you got to look a certain way to be in his personal space for okay. sure. <laughs> the nails were ragged, maybe because the a ra- a...
0: nails were. I'm gonna help you out, Floyd. I don't I'm take a... pictures with men with raggedy nails like they look that they've been chewing uh, on. How about that?
2: I'm gonna be, volu- be in voluntary uh denial with y'all tonight and just go along with it. <laughs>
0: That's all good. All right, well, since we're on the topic of alleged homophobia, Boosie lashed out on Twitter at Little Nas X after Nas X. I know we got a heat back in the news after he joked about on Instagram Live about coming out with a song with Boosie. Listen to what Boosie wrote to Nas X. Stop trolling me, F word, LOL. He continued with, if you commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Now, Nas X hasn't spoken on this situation yet, but his father posted an Instagram story that appears to be directed at Boosie. His post reads, How the hell are you a gangster rapper promoting drugs, gun violence, degrading women, and getting high every video talking about you're for the kids? Man, sit your old man looking ass down. The game has passed you. Boosie responded to Little Nas X's father's tweet and wrote, don't get mad at me because your son came out like that. LOL. I know it hurts. Now, look, I know we had to report on this guy several times and we're all exhausted with this. But what do you guys think about, you know, how long this thing has been going on with Boosie and, and Little Nas X? What do you think? Like it's an ongoing, almost weekly thing at this point. Q, what do when you
2: think? He, here's the funny thing. Um, little little Nas X won. He won because what Boosie has done, he has become a parasite whose only means of survival is to suck the blood out of the host, the host body that is fine. He and Little Nas X now have a symbiotic relationship. Boosie's only relevance at this point has to do with his anti-gay rhetoric and his infatuation for little Nas X. Straight people, and straight people hear me well. Lil Boosie likes dick, okay? Lil Boosie likes dick. Allegedly. And he hates that part of himself and that is why he hates it when he sees it in other people based on his upbringing, there is no reason why a heterosexual man who hates or disdains homosexuality so much is so preoccupied with this young boy. This is what true self-hate looks like. He hates little Nas because he hates that part of little Nas X that is in himself. I said it. I stand by it. And in the words of Sheree Whitfield, who going to check me? Boo.
0: Let me ask you this before we get to Alan. I want you to speak on this. What about okay. this? We got to We got to pose this question. Little Nas X is a troll. And he did. And this uh, particular incident, he did call out and troll Boosie. Of in course, response
2: to the thirty seven point nine four three interviews that he has unsolicitedly spoke about Little Nas X.
0: All
1: right, I think enough, I, I, let, let me share with you. I there are so many layers to this. Um number 1, he did poke the bear this time. Um uh, number 2, this is the most attention that little boosie has gotten in the last 10 years. His music doesn't make the blogs, but his homophobic rhetoric Makes the blog on a regular basis. So let's be sure he let's be clear, he knows what he's doing. We've been talking about him more in mainstream than he has sold in records. But this cue is something that we have to understand as the LBGTQTIA uh, community. There is still a large portion of the population, and I'm gonna say probably more than half in the African-American community that feels thinks and 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 process things as it relates to little Nas the same way that Boosie does. And we have got to be aware of that. We've got to accept it if we're wanting to change it. So I'm,
2: listen, I'm a t- I ain't here for you Panda, to them traits. I'm just not I I I am friends and, and, and honestly I know shade you my brother that that mess coming out your mouth right now really feels like straight acceptance pandering. I am friends mm-hmm. with so many straight men. You got straight brothers. I got straight brothers. My straight brothers, regardless of how they feel, they they just when, when you don't when you not about something, you just don't care and you go on about your business. I'm not I don't care that he doesn't accept it, that he hates it. It's a lot of people that hate it. It's the preoccupation with it. Why are you right. so preoccupied? of all the things you can do in your day? This is this is always at the forefront of your mind why? Right. why i'm not
1: i'm not i'm not speaking on his preoccupation what i'm speaking on is that there's still a large percentage of the population that sides with him and sees his point of view yes. and, and feels they, the and exact they, same way that he they does. go to
2: work they cook food for their kids they take them to soccer practice they pay their bills and make bank deposits through the atm without uttering a word about the homosexual community despite they fearless
0: let me read a couple mm-hmm. comments uh, Think Fifty says, "Boosie talks about Lil Nas X all the time and gets mad when he responds." Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Smith said, "Boosie is playing up to his unintelligent fan base." Mm-hmm. And uh, Regina M says, "So we're gonna act like Lil Nas X isn't starting mess. The whole situation is ridiculous. Everyone doesn't want have to like you. They don't work together, so they don't have to be cordial." Okay. Oh, and uh, also another comment: B said, "What L- Little Boosie is doing is similar to what Lizzo does." Where's the talent? The distraction is real. Wow. All right. Some interesting comments there. Chat is going hard. Give us some thumbs up if you're enjoying tonight's <laughs> show. Let's get into this last story before we get to a break. Nini Leaks recently uh, appeared on V103 Atlanta and got a few things off her chest. She expressed that Cynthia Bailey didn't show up until a week after Greg passed away, but revealed that every housewife did reach out to her after his passing. Nini also questioned why the housewives pitched in to send her a $200 bouquet of flowers instead of buying their own. Um, what are your thoughts on Nini's concerns? And by the way, I know for a fact, everyone didn't pitch in. Some of us did send her stuff on our own. And I, I don't know, Al, this well, is your friend.
2: What this, do you think? Oh, <laughs> this is so funny to me and I couldn't wait till we got to this story. Let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you why they pitched in and got a bouquet of why they got a bouquet of flowers. Because they don't like you, you know what I'm saying? And they haven't liked you since you left. And they all celebrated you after you left. And here's what happened, because I know human nature very well. Girl, you know, I'm finna get a bouquet of flowers for Nini Child. Well, girl, how much is it? Well, girl, put my name on it and I cash up you $40 too. One person spearheaded it. Now listen, from a human perspective, I think everybody felt sad that that Greg passed and it's the human thing to do. But we cannot, despite the Greg passing, ain't got nothing to do with the fact that they still don't really mess with you. And that is why you got you got the performative action of all of our names going on one card.
1: So, Claudia, you know, I was there at the at the uh, it wasn't really a funeral. I guess it was a celebration. And all of the ladies, a part of that franchise, Real House Lives of Atlanta, were in attendance except for Cynthia. Um, And I think most of them came to celebrate Greg, because if you knew Greg, then you knew that he was a great guy. And I don't think the flowers being pitched in had anything to do with not liking Nene. I felt like that it was just probably the coordination of something. And yes, Claudia, she did get your flowers. She told me to tell you, thank you. Um, but it, you know, I think this was a celebration of Greg. So regardless of how those women felt about Nini. Everybody that interacted with Greg and part of even production, knows how great he is. So hopefully that wasn't indicative of how they felt about Greg because it was that day all about him.
2: You know what I have an issue with? I didn't mean to cut you off, Claudia. The nice, nasty dog whistle. You know what I'm saying? The implication. She she didn't come until a week later. I mean, maybe she had another obligation that prevented her from being there. And then the... I don't know the expectation that I guess she was supposed to be there on day one. Like y'all ain't even cool like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? So, and if it wasn't that, then it'd be being reported that she was being phony. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she showed up and I ain't even talked to her in a year. Now here she go trying to be at the house and eat some of the fried chicken that the family brought over. It's like with certain people, you just cannot win. And I want to tell you something from somebody who's experienced death from lost both of my parents. It was actually the people who called me and came and saw me the week or two after the death that actually had the biggest impact because the, you know, people call you the day of the repast, the day of the funeral, then they forget about you.
0: Um, good points. I, you know, everyone shows up the day of or the day before, the day after, but what about a week after? Um, I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna be careful with this as well. Um, it's no secret that her and I do not, we're not cool, we're not friends, we're nothing. You know, we're, we're nothing. But I, out of respect for greg i did send condolences and i never made it right. public i didn't put it out there or post something or tell the world and whatever but i did feel triggered when she posted when she when i heard about this story i'm like hold up no one owes you anything We did not have to spend one dollar it has it has nothing to do with you it has to do with your husband and paying respect to the man that we all got to know and love who was so supportive and kind even when you were beefing with his wife, he was still a class act. And Nene, I can't tell you how to grieve because, again, I've never lost a husband. I've never lost a mate. I'm not married. I just have a boyfriend. But, like, it just, it's just it's such a tacky thing to, to – to, 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 did you Google how much the flowers cost? Like, don't the, – the, the things that you said about other people, you're lucky that anyone even showed up for you, actually. And the fact that people rallied around you I thought was a beautiful moment. So let's not ruin it. Like let's just build on that moment and move forward. You know what and I'm saying? What would, like,
2: and what would a separate set of flowers did? Like, what what would it have changed?
0: If I don't like someone and and, and they lose someone, usually I'm just not going to say anything. So you know, if someone if they put it on, that's fine. I mean, you know, I I, I really did feel bad for her, and 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 um, you know, I just feel like Nene is taking these making these missteps that are just further sabotaging her brand and, and her likability. And I think, let me tell you this, as much as we beat whatever on the, on the show, we had some cool moments off. And I think she's hilarious. I think Needy is one of the most entertaining reality stars that has ever been on television. And that's facts. And the fact that she's on, on television says a lot because I think she deserves to be on television. But I think it's stuff like this that rubs people the wrong way that may be hurting her. And I hope she can get through this and grieve properly and get back to where she's supposed to be. But this is not it. It's this, like calling people out about how they chose to support, you know, you in, in the death of your husband. Is, it's just, it's not cool. It's hard to be sympathetic. It's hard to be <sighs> sympathetic. All right. And um, on that note, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Once again, in the comments, we see you, we appreciate you. Thank you for telling me my makeup was messed up. I put a little too much highlight. I can't see y'all. So I need LASIK. So if you all can recommend the best LASIK person in Dallas, I'm going to get these eyes fixed so I can like really see how bad I'm doing my makeup. (laughs) All right, y'all, let's get into this. Uh, We got to pay some bills here, okay? Hey, y'all, have y'all ever had an acne breakout come at the worst time? Well, we've all had our skin issues, and that's why we're excited to introduce Apostrophe, the sponsor of tonight's show. Now, Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan that is perfectly tailored to your unique skin. Now, all you have to do is fill up Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals and your medical history, then snap a few selfies, and your dermatologist will create your customized treatment plan. Now, Apostrophe treats acne, and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals, like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. Now look, it's quick and it's easy. And I love that I didn't need to schedule an appointment with a doctor and I didn't have to wait in a line at a pharmacy to pick up my prescriptions. Now we all have a, a special deal for our viewers and our viewers only. Save $15 off your first visit with an apostrophe provider at apostrophe.com slash T and use our code T. This code is only available to our soulmates, to our viewers. Okay, so y'all are VIP. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash T and click. Begin visit, then use our code T at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. That's apostrophe.com slash T and use that code T to get your dermatologist, dermatologist crafted treatment plan for only $5. And once again, we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring our show. Okay, uh, let's get back in. Oh, you no, know let's get into a commercial and we'll be back with more up and we'll have a nice little uninterrupted, nice chunk block of Yeah. We'll be right back.
1: You did dude. We'll go back show. to TJ. No, so <laughs> so I'm, I mean? I'm reading some
0: of the comments Q, like, you did bad, buddy. they're like why key don't we the com- the commercials and we did try to let, me let him tell y'all read, what happened. and it was so, a hot-ass mess.
2: First of all, they got me blacklisted <laughs> at Fox Soul, like I was in the special classes, like I can't read. We was reading a <laughs> commercial, and the producer typed something in the chat, and the copy moved up as I was reading. So I'm midway through the ad, and the copy disappeared, so now I'm sitting there fumbling, and it made me look like I'm a bumbling oh. idiot, okay? And they ain't gave me no commercial sense. But that's all right. <laughs> so can listen, y'all can let Claudia and Al do all the work just as long as I check the same. That's all I will uh, sit here and bite my fingernails for an hour. But they could do all the talking. Long oh, as I check the same. Claudia, he was a hot best though, wasn't he? <laughs> I felt, I, felt, I felt bad. I was like, is my friend just like was me? It he was He was movie. all off
1: the he was all off the set. He was leaning like <laughs> <he> was, <because laughs> I, was I was trying to get fun. Fun.
2: <laughs> I was trying. I tell, you what, I tell you what, y'all give me another. Y'all not going to do it Y'all not embarrass me to this day. <laughs> y'all y'all said, well, give wow, me look another at the commercial and see if I can read it, okay? You know what? We're gonna give he you a commercial. made up words, he made up sentences that. we're not even closer that's what a a good (laughs) improvisationist does if the copy completely disappeared and we're in the middle of the ad what am i to do
1: oh he said go get it oh
0: okay first of all both of y'all made me a little nervous when y'all read i said why we got a problem here (laughs) on this show but you know what we hear you q we hear you justin this Friday no, don't do Halloween no damn show.
2: No 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. We got to be fair. <laughs> the no. fans want it. The fans no, want I it. No, I don't care. The right to, step, if you really want to know the truth about it, I enjoy when I get to sit back for 10 minutes and not do nothing. So, so you oh, and Al can continue to read, and especially if you're going to be giving me limp dick commercials. Like <laughs> stuff, <I'll> <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all good. good. We'll find you somebody's credit. I'll keep reading them penile dysfunction commercials. <laughs> I'm good.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, but I think it should be fair. We should all show our it, reading. I ain't ain't
2: no,
1: we no, should not. The boy can't read. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) He can't read, y'all. He can't read. Do you remember when you were in school and you would be called on to read? You don't be paying attention to the
2: read. (laughs) He read with his
0: finger. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Tyson Beckford is in the news. We haven't heard that name in a while. He uh, recently shared his thoughts on men getting plastic surgery. He does not agree with male entertainers such as Drake and Kanye, who allegedly had liposuction surgery, and says that he would rather just get in the gym. Beckford also applauds other men who are also willing to do it the hard way in the gym and says there's no reason for him to lay down on a doctor's table when he can do the work in the gym. How do y'all feel about Tyson Beckford's opinion about men who choose to go under the knife? What do y'all think?
2: Cloaked language. I'm so tired of it. At least Tyson Beckford was smart enough to try to package it nice. Cloaked language. What Tyson Beckford was really saying is, men should not get plastic surgery. That's a woman thing. It's this toxic masculinity crap all over again. And listen, I, 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 I'm not going to pretend like there. What probably wasn't a time in life where I didn't feel like plastic surgery typically has not been a man thing. You know what I'm saying? It's been a beauty thing that women do, but but men are now doing it. I mean, in hell, why not? If girls can go out and buy new bags. And new asses and new titties. If I want me some abs, why can't I just go ahead and get it? Why not, Al? What do you think it, about it, this? I want to hear your thoughts. With that store with bought ass, you better be fool. I want to you know, you no, no, Al, Al you, got you a whole how... store bought booty. Okay, we <laughs> went and picked it off Look at the hate. Look at the hate, y'all. Speaking of BBLs,
0: Al,
1: what do you think? Look, Q, you need to go out here and buy you some legs, quiet. Okay. <laughs> <Bye. Bye. laughs> those, those two sticks you be standing on, boy. You gotta go see if, <laughs> if they can put some volume in that mug. Because <laughs> you pushing it, the waist ain't cutting it. But anyway, seriously, I do think Q was onto something because even when he made the comment, he did it in his Jamaican voice. So I felt that there was a little slight in it. But you know what? Uh, Like Kanye said, Kanye said that he, on TMZ, he said he got it done because he did not want to be um, criticized and talked about because he had a little stomach poking out. And because he lives in the limelight and they always criticize everything about him, that was one thing that he knew that he could take care of that they wouldn't be able to criticize, which was his bulge in his stomach. I don't think there's absolutely anything wrong with you, with a man wanting to make some changes uh, for vanity ca- purposes, and especially those who are under the pressure of millions and millions and millions and millions of people's opinion, like Drake and like Kanye, who are they hurting by doing this? You're up looking like
2: Courtney Kardashian, so of course you would feel that way. But if y'all don't piss me off, y'all ain't safe all right. Course. So you mad now? You mad? You know it's funny. You know it's <what's> funny? <laughs> you know funny. Of
0: course, Tyson Beckford's gonna say this because he's a specimen. His, right, like he right. has a perfect body. Like he has the genetics that's gonna, you know, he can do very, I don't know how hard he works in the gym, but it looks like a lot of that is like, he was blessed. You know what I mean? Uh, like me uh, and my friends, we talk about like filters. I'm like, I don't have pores. So I don't really gotta use them. I'm pores. they get them filters. They get mad at me. When you are blessed in that area, of course you can sit back and say, why is everybody going on that plastic surgery table? Cause it will never affect you. So right. I get what he was saying, but you know, it did kind of feel weird when Kanye was getting that suction and still kind of looked the same. Like, I don't think it did work. <laughs> yeah,
1: he did look the same, right? It, 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 it,
0: <laughs> I can't really tell. All right, speaking of the chop shop, <sighs> I have an update on Hazel E. Q's favorite person in the world. We going to have her on the show one day. <laughs> Recently, Hazel E. shared an Instagram story of herself prepping to have yet another cosmetic procedure. Now, if y'all remember in April, Hazel E. traveled all the way to Turkey it to get a mommy...
2: What? and almost died
0: to get a mommy makeover, and she nearly lost her life because of surgery complications. Funky, how do you
2: feel about the girl? Easy, easy, Hazel. Hey, <laughs> now who she gonna look like if she gonna stop getting these doggone procedures?
0: How you feel about her being back in the news? After we don't pray, didn't we all pray for Hazel E? We prayed for her. For a speedy safe recovery and and here she's back the news kind of taunting us like i'm back at it again what you think about this um cute?
2: so you know I, I have a very delicate choice to make right now right <laughs> it's, it's the choice to be professional and newsy or it's the choice to just listen to this little devil <laughs> this ain't the news you know what <laughs> I'm good? Saying? So, you know you, you know on the real i think it's sad you know what i'm saying like i just think that It's unfortunate. I I would not want to be any human being, not just Hazel E, who feels that they have to consistently do these things to them bodies in order to feel whole. I actually feel bad for somebody that wakes up every day, looks in the mirror and just finds things about themselves that they do not like um the unfortunate thing is that in the midst of finding all these things that she do not like she still look like a mule with dementia so I don't know what the hell she's doing are you saying the surgery is not working it's not helping nothing like it's not changing her ranking you know what I'm <laughs> saying like like Courtney I mean our Khloe Kardashian went from looking like OJ Simpson to looking <laughs> like Cindy Crawford like it changed her ranking like um, Hazel E like you not moving up a not like you ain't mo- mama you ain't moving you're, you're not you
0: you know who else was like that that like Tory spelling
2: it seemed like it never it didn't take you gave what it's supposed to, supposed to give. give your Wait. surgeon did not understand the assignment none of them across any other countries You don't been around the world and I, yeah, yeah, is still getting it wrong. Like, right.
1: I thought that she honestly. I thought that she was redoing her breasts. Like, but according to this post, she's redoing her ass. Right, and that'll be leaking in two weeks. Maybe because like you said, what did you call it? Fix <laughs> a pa- <laughs> palm- Elma's glue. So uh, she gotta get it, she gotta do it the right way, maybe.
0: I-, know I don't understand about these it, this these like this obsession with the fake looking butts. Like so much attention goes into their butts, right? And this is not just about Hazel E, it's about like everybody. It's ass, 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 ass. Meanwhile. There's other areas in your life that could stand to use a little attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you put all this focus on it. But, okay, congratulations. You got to ask as heavy and low and hang low. But, and
2: it, <laughs> I, I got an even more poignant question. Why y'all be getting snatched but be leaving y'all back big? Like, <laughs> just, I saw like, you posted that, and I you know was what like, I'm saying? <laughs> like, Why, or like, why y'all be going and getting these new booties but don't be getting the thighs the mat? Like, I just don't like you, you, you looking like a sexy ass linebacker. I mean, all this. Type.
0: Well, just speaking that, of sexy linebackers, we have a video
2: of a commercial. Oh, so oh there you go. Look, Look at Dr. her. Hooligan. bite just big, he said, big hey, old Jesus, shoulder. But he gonna work his miracle. <laughs> Thanks, Doctor Alvarez. Mark this booty up. <laughs> no, it's go, it's gonna take a miracle, child. Get off my line with this foolishness. He's already
0: married and a mom, and I'm just like, you're good. Like,
2: uh. you know that that's a good question, Claudia.
1: I wonder what her husband thinks. He's gonna <laughs> Because to- the woman, the woman that he fell in love with. And the woman that he is evolving with now, are not the same as far as, you know, physical appearance. I wonder, does he have a say in all of these procedures that she's having? Or is it more the audience that she's trying to appeal to? That's very important.
0: Maybe he doesn't have, he's a lot younger than her. And maybe he's just like, you know what, do whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy. And mm-hmm. what's going to make the Fox Soul executives happy is us taking our last commercial break. And we'll be right back being our shady ass selves when we return after this break. <laughs> y'all like it up tonight. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Great show tonight. We're having lots of fun. Let's get into the last couple of stories and try to get these all in. Spank's okay. founder Sarah Blakely might be the best boss in history. She did something that left all of her employees in shock. Now, she gifted her 500-plus employees with two first-class tickets and $10,000 each after she sold a majority stake in her company for $1.2 billion. I'm sure that did wonders for morale at the company. I think more companies should follow suit. What do y'all think about this generosity? And should Fox Soul
1: take a page
0: (laughs) out of Sarah Blakely's book? What do y'all think about this?
1: I say, was, I was really uh, got warm and goosebumps about this. It was great to A, see a woman leading um, a company to a billion dollar sale acquisition. It was also great to see all of the diverse people that work there. As we know, more than 20% of her employees are minorities. That was amazing. And it was also good to see a, a CEO treat their employees like they're supposed to be treated and not like Amazon. Now, although this is a beautiful gesture and an incredible story there, this is also business one-on-one, which is when you sell a company for that amount of money, you do have to be concerned about your profits and the taxes on that. And the way to evade taxes is to gift it to your employees. So she was not only brilliant, um, on what she did as far as a, you know, warm and fuzzy, but she was also smart on the other side of the transaction. Thumbs up to the Spanx founder and CEO.
0: Great tax break, right there. That's Where right. Okay, uh, Q, have you ever gone on a blind date that went horribly wrong? Well, a man in uh, Xi'an, China, got the shock of his life when he went on a blind date and she arrived to dinner with 23 of her family members. Now, the woman was trying to test. Her date's generosity. But, of course, the stunt went bad. It resulted in the man leaving her family with a $3,100 bill. I mean, I get her wanting to see if the man is generous, but this is beyond trying it. Q, what do you think about this? And was this man wrong to just bounce on the check?
2: Let me tell y'all something. Y'all bet not ever in y'all life fix y'all lips to call Black women gold diggers and scammers when you got these Asian women over here shaped like little boy gymnasts over here trying to scam these damn men's. This woman knew she was dead, doggone, wrong, flat booty, no titties and all, trying to child, quiet as it's kept. She probably needed to eat up all $31,000, three thirty-one hundred dollars worth of that food or whatever the hell it cost. Nevertheless, this was wrong and it backfired. Let me tell y'all one thing. I know a thing or two about working a rich man. And the number one way to work a rich <laughs> man is to make his ass feel like you don't need his money, you don't want his money, and that you ain't there for his money. You got to tell him that he's beautiful. You got to tell him that he can. You got to tell him that he's smart. You got to do a little yum, yum, yum. You know what I mean? (laughs) Can't Make it about the money. The first time you give a man with money indication that you are there for the money, you are out the door. That was a test. Now see, Shanika, and I ain't going to lie, Shanika would have brought two of her homegirls if they were. She'd have had two of her homegirls meet her down to the club. Oh, I got this dude. We going to the club after we got a section. Two is all right. How many she brought, Claudia? 23. 23 to eat rice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, when they, they must have been like child police or you know, something. Like, you know, it would be different if her ass was from some famine, famished village that was going through the great rice famine and they needed a meal. You know what I'm saying? But she tested his generosity and she got left behind. She messed up a good thing because, again, had she came in there, calm and just ate her two tablespoons of rice and drank. It. <laughs> she had been able to feed her family for a lifetime.
0: I hate when I'm around my friends. Well, this used to happen back in the day, not now, because all my friends now got it going on. When they think go- going out to dinner with some man that you don't even like, or you're not interested in, is a come up to get dinner paid for. I cannot stand friends. I can't stand people like that. I think that's whack.
2: That I go so college. That's what females yeah. did in college.
0: We grown. Mm. All right. So, y'all, it's almost Halloween. And Friday, we, we will be celebrating Halloween, and we will be dressing up. So, we are accepting suggestions of what we should be. Justin wants me to be Candace Owens. But I don't know if I got anything- <laughs> I don't
1: think your hair could do it. <laughs> yeah, I have to throw some water on it. All
0: right. So, uh, okay. So, it's almost Halloween. So, before we leave, let's play a game called hollow Emoji. A series Hello emoji. A series of spooky emoji clues will appear on our screen, and we'll have to guess the scary movie behind each emoji. We don't have a lot of time, so no explanation. Just get to it. Y'all ready to play? Let's do ready. it. First scary movie clue. What is it? it the crowd with the balloon. It. Eh. That's right. You got it. it oh, wow. How you get Dang, that? Okay. I remember. Next clue. Oh
1: come oh nice scary woman um scary movie scary no, movie
0: scary um, movie part two scream. scary movie scream, scream. yes Dang. yeah okay uh show us the next scary movie clue let's go
2: that's the same one <laughs> Part two. <I> <laughs> get out get out get out
0: that wasn't get out that's movie. right that was get scary out. i
1: guess it was scary and okay, last get out.
0: scary movie clue
2: that no, that's good out. Okay. Michael Myers, Halloween. Oh. Halloween.
0: Good job, fellas. Yeah, well, movies. good job. Good job, Q. All right, y'all. We had a Q. lot of this was this was a fun show. Lots of shade. Like I like it. It was lots of fun. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds, and funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Souls Black Report. We'll see you Friday for our Halloween show, and I cannot wait to see. Which y'all come up with? I'll see y'all then. Bye, fellas.
1: Good night. Right, so have it. a good night. Good night, everyone.